Alright, uh, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> so, I'm doing good, that's cool, um, me, uh, I, I've pretty much, only thing I really have to say is that I've gotten, like, way more serious than ever about, like, actually, like, making and putting out art, but, Ooh. like, I don't want to just, like, draw all the time, you know? Yeah. I also really needed to improve my, like, skills and whatnot. That's fine. You know, figure out perspective and whatnot. But uh, mm -hmm. I'm more serious than ever about wanting to create and, and, and somehow be able to put out an animated show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I, uh, it turns out it's fucking expensive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, like well, a, a season of a show can cost, like, a million dollars. Well, you can always do it like on, do it like a on YouTube. Right, right. No, I mean, I I would love to release through YouTube just so it's like free and accessible, but actually like executively producing the show is a problem. Um, <laughs> because of the amount of people and labor that go into an animated show i was talking with this about ethan a few days ago i i looked at like all the crew for like the owl house which just mm -hmm. wrapped up you know i've already told you i think it's perfect 10 10 out of 10 it's completely good but uh older i mean it takes like they like used like three animation studios at the same time you know just to get episodes out on time like and and like 40 people just for like designing you know mm -hmm. it's it's absolutely crazy and i think the reason why you don't see many independently released animated shows is because you, it's easier to just find some major studio that's willing to pick up your project and fund it you know purchase mm -hmm. it from you than it is to like say crowdfund because like you can make you know, you can have like a thousand, like ten, like not even ten thousand, a hundred thousand dollars if you were to somehow huh. scrounge that up. And that's like five minutes of animation. It... Like, I, like, I, I just found out that uh, one, two. So, uh, are you looking something up? Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to avoid dead air, you know? Um. Yeah. Oh, by the way, like, if once once you do Holly in the future, like, you yeah. like you add some of, the pro, some of the profile, you put, like... Yeah, for my like, character. Uh, we don't need to go into that, like, on this show, but I, I will. I, um... Character drawings are hard. <laughs> but, yeah, I can definitely do that. Oh yeah. I, I, I want to completely redo my drawing. I'm just not content with it at all. So, obviously that will take extra time, but Oh, oh yeah, like you know, like John K like delayed episodes like for for a, almost like months or a year. Like no. He was a perfectionist. Well, he was probably doing it for sketchy reasons. Yeah. Because he's an evil demon from hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um. So I have voice mods set up on my computer now. So Whoa. this might be 
blaring loud for you. I don't know. Or maybe it no, won't pick fine. up at all. Um, but I can, no, I can do fine. this. I can. I don't know if this is picking up on the, uh... Found it. <laughs> Do I sound like a baby? I, I, can, I, I can put it... Now it's picking up my mic and the desktop audio. So I... I sh probably shouldn't do that. That, But I, I found a really cool one. Oh. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, Bill Cipher. Oh, I mean, noise. I can't. Can you, can you hear me, uh, when yep. I have, can you hear me? Does yep. it, does it, is the effect on right now? Yes. Oh, so maybe it will pick up on the episode, but <laughs> maybe it I won't. Wish was a, I wish there was a Screamy Bingus movie. Uh, if we had like a billion dollars, we, we would make mm -hmm. one, but, mm -hmm. <sighs> it, uh, like I want to write like a fanfic like of a movie like but it's like but or like in a similar style of the Super Mario Brothers movie trailer. I would love that No, I would love not like the like a screaming bingus movie in the style of like the new Super Mario movie. Like the early nineties yeah. one with like um with like John Leguizamo. I forgot oh, yeah. Mario. Um Bob Hoskins. Who? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Oh, it was Bob Hoskins? Mm -hmm. That's sick. That's really funny. Mm -hmm. He sort of had a Mario vibe to him going on. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. It's like. You know who needs to be Mario? What? <laughs> Danny DeVito. Yeah. He's, DeVito. he's real life Super Mario. Yeah, he could play Wario in the sequel. He could. And Wario should be a big fat guy. Wario, <laughs> who's a who's like a very large Italian man. Uh, no. Uh, like if James Gandolfini was still alive, it should be him as Wario. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, um. Oh my god! Did you see the Mario movie? Uh no, but oh. are not you yet. going to? Yeah, it's uh it's 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 good. I enjoyed it when I saw it. I saw it with a friend. We had a great time. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco's in it. I don't understand why he wasn't Mario when. I like the reason why they chose Chris Pratt is because they wanted like some soft guy like that, a soft hard working guy that has like a blue cop. Blue-collar-esque job. Uh, the reason it was Chris Pratt is because that would make more money. <laughs> like, that's the reason why they chose him. Like, I don't think they'll, they'll be... Uh, hmm. He's also going to voice Garfield. Yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco as Mario, not doing any voice, just doing his regular voice. Would, be, would have been so much funnier than Chris Pratt doing normal Chris Pratt voice. I would have died if, like, imagine, like, I would have, imagine I would have died if they played Do the Mario in the credits. Oh, they should have, but they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this much, the DK rap is in the movie. Oh, So that's, nice. that's <laughs> really good. I'm, I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, like, can, 
change his voice for Toad. It would have I... been so funny if he was just doing his normal voice as Toad. Yeah. Like Toad who has yeah. been just like if that was just like if just regular keegan michael key that would have been so funny and, and, and i was just saying like sebastian menescalco should have been mario he should have just been yeah. his, his like normal kind of like high-pitched voice hey it's me mario <laughs> i'd like to get a chipotle burrito i think uh nostalgia chills voiced him did chills it's, as Mario? Yeah. Hey, oh, it's me, Mario. Number 15, Mario <laughs> Brothers. I did not expect... Uh, In this horrifying was... video game, two brothers named Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario, have to fight turtles. In a dark, dingy, dank sewer. Kevin yeah. Michael Richardson also does a great Cody. I mean, can it? Yeah. Wait, who did you say that was? Kevin Michael Richardson. Oh. He usually has a deep ass voice. <laughs> See, I don't know who that is, and my audio is like kind of choppy, and I thought you said Michael Richards. I think we. I hate to say it, I think we've talked. I, we've mentioned Michael Richards in every episode so far. Yeah. Yeah. We we need to stop this. <laughs> we 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 can't be doing that in every episode. So I looked up Kevin Michael Richardson. Let's see. I don't know. Oh, he was in the Cleveland Show. Who was he in that? Cleveland Junior. He was. Yeah, Cleveland Junior. Oh, cool. He usually um, has like a like a deep, a very deep voice. He was a shaman on the wild thornberries. <laughs> oh no! But the, but he, but surprisingly, he did pretty good, Cody. Yeah. I mean, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Every Mario, dude. <laughs> every Mario character is just that channel to me now. <laughs> and I haven't seen their videos in years. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, he was in Amphibia. That's cool. Um, <laughs> and Leisure Suit Larry, love for sale. Oh, <laughs> oh he played the Superman villain Dark Side in Superman: Shadow of Apocalypse for PlayStation Two and GameCube. You know, I I kind of almost thought James Earl Jones voiced Keaton's dad. I could have sworn I heard Ke James Earl Jones. <laughs> Who's in? I'm... Damn. How many? But instead, but instead it was Aaron from Game Grumps. <laughs> Keaton's dad must have must have commented on video games like during the series run. Aaron from Game Grumps. Voiced a minor role on the Apple House, <laughs> um, which is nuts for to me. But he also voiced that that pink boots ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. he's been like taking a lot of like high profile like voice actor roles. Yeah, yeah King's dad has been just commenting on video games the whole time. Yeah. 
commenting on Game Grumps videos. <laughs> I still think Hootie is King's other dad. How do you think, like, how do you think the, the Titan wears clothes? Yeah. He was... And he was wearing the bad girl coven shirt. Dude, this is so nerdy. I don't know why we're going on so long about this, but he was also the snaggleback. The snaggleback? On, <laughs> on the Owl House, so double mm -hmm. roll. Um, yeah, whatever. Like, it, it doesn't, like, bug me. Like, like I, I'm not, like, I don't watch Game Grumps, but good for him. What if Oni plays was in it? Oni plays. I don't think he would have. I think he's like one percent too like politically incorrect for the Owl House or Disney Channel. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Aaron from Game Grumps like acted like Oni plays like a decade ago, and now he he had voice roles in the Owl House. So in a decade, I think. <laughs> Oni plays could be in the spinoff. <laughs> he, he can. I don't know. I don't know what he'd be. <laughs> what? What's the reason Frankie Muniz crashed the car, crashed his car because he hallucinated Dewey and he, he didn't yeah. want to crash him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a. He had a. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Does has anybody ever gotten a hallucination from a concussion? Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, he could have hallucinated yeah, Dewey. Dewey, that's the funniest character you could hallucinate. Yeah. Because he's completely <laughs> benevolent. And like funny as fuck. <laughs> oh. I was, um... <laughs> I should still write Dewey in the buzzies, the busies of power. Yeah, Dewey. Oh fuck! Uh, I I am opening up fanfiction.net right now and making a beeline to the fucking uh, crossover fanfiction thing. Oh fuck off! I have to do a captcha. I hate Cloudflare. What's your wow. account? I don't have an account. I I <laughs> I don't actually have an account. After the last episode, Dewey finds a sword. Yeah, um, Malcolm in the Middle. Please tell me. Fuck. Okay, there's no, uh, I was hoping for, uh, Malcolm in the Middle Owl House crossover fanfiction, but that's not here. We should, we should make one. There is, however, to no one's surprise, a cro two crossover fanfictions between Malcolm in the Middle and Breaking Bad. And also yeah, but... one <laughs> between Dude, Malcolm in the Middle and Warriors, those books about cats. <laughs> Did you I ever read any of those? I read a couple of those. Like, I never tried to get. I never really got into it. It was just a bit too confusing for me. They are like, convoluted. I remember that. Oh, there's one. Oh, there's one of Malcolm in the Middle and Sonic the Hedgehog. One of Malcolm in the Middle and Sons of Tucson. <laughs> oh, and su the sweet. <laughs> oh no, that's not good. Ah, oh it's no. rated M. Incest. Mm. Oh, this is an evil website. I gotta get off of this. Um, Lord of Rings. No, no, I. There was one crossover fanfiction between Malcolm in the Middle and the Sweet Life with Zack and Cody. Oh, 
How'd you know they had incest? Because I because I read the description and it, it said lots of incest. <laughs> Animorphs. There's one, of, there's one of this other show called The Middle. The Middle. I've heard of it. Yeah. But I kind of don't care. Mal I, I, no sitcom is ever gonna like be like anywhere near as good as Malcolm in the Middle. Like the only one to have ever come even remotely close is like a um Alf. Seinfeld. Sein Seinfeld. I I like Seinfeld, but I'm not gonna rate that higher than Alf <laughs> or Malcolm in the Middle. Who do you think is first, Lois Wilkerson or Odalia? Oh, Odalia from the Odalia Blight. She she's evil. <laughs> she gave her kid a a mind control jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> Lois did that with her kids. She would, and it would be funny. <laughs> there easily could have been an episode. <laughs> like there was this like Family Guy sketch in which like there was a Malcolm in the Middle parody in which yeah in which Hal decided to kill Lois. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that, but with the blights. <laughs> that that's funny. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I wish Brian Cranston voiced Alador. Wish who voiced him? Brian Cranston. <laughs> Has Brian Cranston done any voice roles? Uh, he was the tiger in Madagascar Three. Oh fuck, that's cool. He was he was a dog in he was chief in Isle of Dogs. I still haven't seen that. Not really interested and, to, to be honest. As Bill Murray in it. Yeah, but like, so does the Garfield movie. Yeah, like, like even though he, even though he did a pretty good, he, he was perfect for the role. Yeah, I so I I do think like if like of every like like major Hollywood actor, Bill Murray is like the best like pick for Garfield because he is like sardonic and sort of sarcastic mm -hmm. like Garfield. Who would be Heathcliff? Uh, no, no, don't. Who is, no. who is chaotic and just sort of generally confusing enough to be Heathcliff? James Corden? Oh. James, no. Yeah. No. Conan O'Brien? Um, no, he's kind of normie. Um, think, 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 think. Eric Andre? Keegan-Michael Key? Maybe. Jordan Peele? No. Jim, Par Jim Parsons? No. This is gonna um this is gonna be a weird choice, but I think I it's gonna, this is gonna sound nuts, but I think Tyler the Creator could be a pretty good Heathcliff. Yeah, oh my because God. he had a sketch comedy show. Oh yeah. Loiter Squad. That was funny as fuck. Did you know that Christian was almost going to have a cameo in Smiling Friends? Yeah, as a puddle. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish. I wish. That, that we need to stop talking about Chris Chan and Michael Richards. <laughs> it's every episode. <laughs> it's too much. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no idea what we're gonna do for this episode. <laughs> hey, we're already like a third of the way through, so we can just chat. Yeah. I mean, I'm having a good time. This is a pretty funny ass conversation. Um.
But uh, yeah, I said as I said in the at the beginning, I I I I've gotten so serious about trying to like trying to do several things, but primarily, you know, conceptualize an animated show. Yeah. Um, I won't go into details, but I mean. Yeah, Check out Avatar The Last Airbender. Don't know why I haven't watched that yet. Watch it! I I need to watch it. It's like something I need to do. I've seen the first episode and I liked it, so I don't know why I haven't watched past that. I, I just, I'm, I, what I do is I, I spend like eight hours, I mean not eight, but like four hours a day, maybe more than four, maybe six hours a day listening to like podcasts. <sighs> Watch Avatar. I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Just completely good, folks. I'm telling you, <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender. You need to see it. I've been doing impressions lately. I think I'm pretty good it, at it. Wasn't my have best. You but... to, have you tried doing a hoodie? All you have to do is, is do a bad Mickey Mouse impression. Yeah, hoodie is. Hootie is the is like a similar way to doing an impression of Mobility Mary. You just need to like push your larynx down, but speak in a high voice. Hey! <laughs> Welcome to my Minecraft Let's Play. <laughs> and and then Mobility Mary is like, oh my god, can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Great. They're kind of similar voices. <laughs> oh, great. He should have said that when he was in that backpack. Yeah. He should have done the Mobility Mary Homeless Encampment Blocks Tunnel video. Wait, what? Wait, what, you, what, what, what do you wish he said in the backpack? Who toots, Mother Bleeper? No. Well, this is cool. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. You need to watch. Don't watch it right now because we're recording, but you need to watch yeah. this video. It's called Homeless Encampment Completely Blocked Sidewalk. <laughs> and and it's it's this woman who uh who deliberately went out of her way, so I've heard, to uh complain about homeless people. Um <laughs> I guess she just hated homeless people. It's really funny too because she released like like almost two hundred videos over the span of a few years, uh, mostly complaining about homeless people, or complaining about people walking their dogs, um, but you like almost never see her in anything. It's all from her own perspective, so it's like it feels like at any time she could turn the camera around and be like the crypt keeper or something, or like the taxi driver from the the Twilight Zone movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be funny. No disrespect, though. Um, why didn't they, you know, recast the actors for that incident? Incident. Incident. The Twilight Zone movie. Oh yeah, did they recast that? Vic uh, Morrow got decapitated by a helicopter. <laughs> I don't like helicopters. Yeah, I don't like helicopters because of that. <laughs> hey, look. This is Basha. 
Yo, that's her, dude. Uh, no one can see this. It's the gif of the three-eyed man from that one episode of the Twilight Zone where the people in the diner are accusing each other of being from Mars. <laughs> that's a classic. That's a real, yeah, the, the real Martian. Please stand up. Please stand up. Please stand up. Eminem should have said made up. No, we need to call Weird Al. We need to call Weird Al and Yankovic. I, I mean, it's been so long since Eminem released that song, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's too afraid to get dissed. What? He's too afraid to get dissed. Yeah, he's too afraid to get dissed by my favorite rapper Dewey. <laughs> um, I'll die. I'll die for to hear Eric Persullivan rap. Uh, we we should we should make a beat, get him to rap on it. Yeah, um, but too bad he's retired. He's retired. Well, retired from acting. Yeah, retired from acting. <laughs> Not rapping. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a gift. That's why I rap. One of my favorite. <laughs> Rap name should be like Do E. Yeah, Lil Dewey. <laughs> Do E. <laughs> it's pretty good. Or, or combine <laughs> them both, Lil Do E. Louie Dewey. Louie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that's his first track. His, his uh, that parody we came up with. The second track, uh, diss on Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> Fire. Every day is a gift. That's why I rap. <laughs> yeah. I expect I expect nothing, and I'm still let down. I, honestly, words to live by. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I expect nothing, and I'm still let down. <laughs> I. <laughs> I feel that whenever I go on to like Twitter and see like, and, you know, like the worst tweets ever. Jet McCurdy wasn't Malcolm in the Middle. She was? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Am I remembering this correctly, or did after iCarly, she started hanging out with Jordan Peterson? <laughs> this was her character. Man, she was young. I, I need to know this. She was young, man. Oh... Yeah, she has a a bunch of videos talking. There's a bunch of stuff where she's talking. talking about Jordan Peterson. <laughs> oh no, someone on TikTok named Michaela Peterson says something about Mormonism. I was thinking Jeanette McCurdy was Mormon hey, now. Man, wasn't she young in that show, or what? She was, like, a, as far as I'm concerned, a toddler. <laughs> she was also she was also a female, the female Dewey. <laughs> oh, she was. <laughs> yeah, when Lois had that fantasy, like, if she had daughters instead of sons. <laughs> that would be crazy. And and then like and then like the female Reese got pregnant and <laughs> uh, yeah basically Malcolm in the middle funny <laughs> the concept of the concept of this episode was developed by an eleven year old 
that's when you know the show is well written when children work <laughs> on it like not just as actors like writers it's it's like like they probably like, like they probably had like a take your kid to work day yeah like disney should give like a child a million dollars to write a show mm-hmm. it only has to be like one season <laughs> Do you ever have any interest in like making a show for like Yo oh yeah, definitely. But like I'd probably have it be like online. Right, right. I mean I that's what I want. I don't want to have to like sell my intellectual property to get the money to produce the show. But I I don't maybe if I'm like if I could come up with some sort of like contract, like I'll only sell my bullshit to you if you let me pull out of the deal at any time and you also don't get any merchandising rights. Mm-hmm. I'm sure major studios would hate me, but mm-hmm. it's the only way they would get it. Unfortunately, I don't know any other way how I could get enough, like, like, stars, like, I don't know. <laughs> Basically, the point is, is that it's fucking expensive. Too expensive. I do want to try my hand at animating because... Yeah. Although it would be a, a long and tedious process if I could put together like an animated like pitch pilot, just like a five-minute pitch yeah. pilot by mm-hmm. myself. Which, I mean, remember, it would be very hard, but if I were to be able to do it, I think... Remember what happened to Richard Williams and the Thief and the Cobbler? Yeah, I would end up exactly like that if I had to animate an entire series. Yeah. For those for those who don't know, like Richard Williams like created like this movie like that said that he constantly said, Oh, this is gonna be my masterpiece. This is gonna be my be my masterpiece. This is gonna be my masterpiece. And then Miramax sold the got got the rights and kicked him out of his own project. Yeah. Exactly. It's like or- I don't want to get screwed over. <laughs> mm-hmm. By big bucks. It's like that's the other thing. I would need. I would demand full creative control. I want to write most of the fucking episodes, design most of the fucking characters, maybe even do backgrounds. I don't know. I want. What I'm looking for is extreme creative control, and I don't think major studios like Disney would allow me to do that. You, oh yeah. If they even wanted my idea for a show. It has to be at least funny and wacky. Yeah. But uh, anyway. My, my show would be funny and wacky. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But it's like I, our I, sense of humor that like... Like when... It, it's for, for very long, it was sort of hard for me to make jokes with people and them actually understand the jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have a batshit crazy sense of humor. <laughs> I, I inspired Fuchsia, like, by most, like, er, by most, like, 80s films, Mean girl, mean Girls, Bullies. That's cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, uh... Like, 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 uh, like, Chris from, Car- Chris Hargitson from Carrie, uh... Carrie. Carrie on ice. <laughs> 
Um, and we, I could take the on ice bit any further, but if I did, it would get extremely politically incorrect, and I don't want to do that. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to shut up about that because <laughs> I could say a few things that would be. That just takes place in, on, in like a, a live action movie that takes place like in the cold, like the snow, the snow piercer. Yeah, snowpiercer are on ice. Yeah. How would they get a train in there? In the arena? Mm-hmm. It'd be a bit difficult. Maybe it looks like those cruddy cardboard ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like hand-painted. <laughs> <laughs> the actors are like holding up train cars with like, w like windows in them. Like cut out windows that show their faces. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> haven't seen Snowpiercer. I the plot is cool. You know, if you don't know, it's about a future where everyone is on a train and the people at the back of the train are poor and the people in the front of the train are rich. Oh. But um it's a really interesting plot, but I don't know. I like I I feel like I'm I'm always, like, one step away from getting super into inter international cinema, but my attention span is just not long enough to sit through a movie, especially now that movies are, like, three hours long. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes a really fucking special movie to sit me down for three hours. Like, um... The Godfather? Y yeah, or, like, did you did you see the Batman? Uh, no, not yet. It it's good. I I like it a lot. Oh, I think I've seen a I've seen like it's a trailer of it in school. <laughs> I uh um I think if we were if we had enough money to make a Scrimmy Bingus feature film, <laughs> we should we should do the same thing and just and we should have a Nirvana song in the Scrimmy Bingus movie. The lights out. No, it smells like Teen Spirit is too basic. That's like the most famous song yeah. ever. I want, I want something like, like, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking, uh, that's the thing. Cause like, what Nirvana song fits the tone of Screamy Bengus? What else is, uh, what else is there? <laughs> Fucking, I'm like looking through their like their discography on Apple Music on my phone right uh, now. Something in the way about the girl. Yeah, but so, something in the way was in the Batman. I like. Oh, uh, there's Polly. Yeah, no, we can't do that. <laughs> um, what about what about scrape me? Hmm. Let's scrape me. What about <laughs> what dumb? I don't want to say it in this. It's not it's not called that, but it's I, but I don't want to say it in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if we should say that. Yeah, it's great. I don't want to sound like a pussy either, but I mean <laughs> um, so, there's one there's school drain you school about right. the there could be a school in Scrimmy Bingus. <laughs> Um, aneurysm. Oh, even better. We we need to have like the the hidden track from Nevermind. 
it's like when you leave the CD running for like ten minutes after something in the way, like some like like a like a six minute long like goo goo gaga, like barely intelligible song comes on. So we should have that in the movie because I I don't think anything like uh emphasizes the sc- the screamy bingus sort of uh aesthetic more than something that you can barely understand or make out have the oh have like the crunky spear say i finally found it now who's gonna stop me (laughs) somebody stop me that's the other thing we need like we all the jokes need to be just like like shitty new cinema jokes that are just like people saying the names of pop culture things <laughs> yeah oh we need jordan peele to direct it <laughs> i found some i found some cringy spingus fan art surprisingly we uh who who's that guy he's probably like a hundred years old or dead by now the guy who um the guy in the early 70s who tried to adapt dune into a movie Mm -hmm. oh i can't think of his name fuck yodorovsky alejandro yodorovsky uh, he's still alive, but he's 94 years old. Um, like, oh, oh, wait, this is, oh yeah, this is his reaction, like, once they found out they made Dune without him. What is, I can't see. Oh, oh the Arthur fist. <laughs> um, criticism and controversy. <laughs> They should uh, make that into a, hmm. they should make that into a toy like the Infinity Gauntlets. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> you. Oh. This dude seems preposterous. Holy Mountain Tusk Santosongre Acting Roles Um Freaking I don't know Who Man Oh my What He wanted I don't remember to back the future. What did you just say? Oh. I don't remember you you responding, but do you feel bad for Fuchsia? I don't want to talk about our like art shit on this show because people aren't gonna know anything about it. Yeah. I thought we were just chatting. Yeah, we've been recording for like forty minutes. <laughs> oh. Have you noticed that like have you noticed that that Daisy has like the FX logo on? Look at the bottom right. I. Yeah, this Malcolm in the Middle wiki article. I think that's just a screenshot from like someone's TV. Okay. <laughs> I 
I, I guess it aired on FX. Malcolm in the Middle. Um. <laughs> yeah, and and this girl right here, Katy Panacheri. What? Never mind. I I no, I don't know what you just said. <laughs> Like, there's a lot of people that you're surprised that they actually get started in. Kata yeah. Panachere. I, I, I cannot understand what name you're saying. <laughs> uh, hmm. I think, the, I think like, it was, during that time, it was rare to have a, a, to have a, uh, to have a gay character in, in, the, in the mid-2000s. Uh, Malcolm for, in the middle. Yeah, like the like the army cadet that had a crush on Lois. Uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. I need to stop reading. This Yudorovsky mm -hmm. guy, this man is nuts. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. this character, Abby Tucker. <clears throat> I I don't know. <laughs> like I've watched every episode of Malcolm in the Middle, but I haven't. <laughs> or that you you've seen it, but you probably don't remember. Right, I haven't committed them all to memory. <sighs> man, I really had no idea what to talk about this episode but i mean we still have like another 20 minutes so like mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> every episode idea i'm waiting for ethan to come back <laughs> um but uh um <laughs> sucks right now so much dead air just me umming and awing i um what well look at the yeah i need a a, a a chapter of Seinfeld Arthur fan fiction. <laughs> oh, you're okay. Unless you don't want to. What to do with what has Michael Rich what has Michael Richards in it? What and what animal do you think Michael Richards would be if he guest <laughs> starred on Arthur? I don't know. There's a bear cat. Like I see Elaine being a cat. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Maybe a dog. I think Jerry Seinfeld, I don't know, a lemur. <laughs> Attention class, Mr. Rapper began. In a few minutes, the magic toolbox will begin shooting. So I hope you decide what you plan to say. And when they leave, we'll assume our fascinating discussion on Magellan and his travel around the world. What would Man, you what animal would George be? A bear. A bear. It's gotta be like oh. something like small and heavy. It's gotta be like, like a I don't know, not a pig. That's rude. Um. Yeah. But like a I don't know. What about a badger? A badger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a badger. Okay. Could work. Yeah. Or... four. <laughs> Kramer would be one of those, like, you ever seen a Lycoy cat? A what cat? 
a Lykoi cat, L Y K O I. These... Oh. Yeah. Chapter That's... four. This is the most Kramer animal. Chapter four. Schoolhouse Kramer. I hope all of you will be helpful to Mr. Kramer for as long as he's here, Mr. Kramer said. Now then, if you take your time, we'll get started. Kramer walked over to the desk for Arthur Buster and Francis and pulled out one of the chairs and tried to sit in it, but his large stature caused him to slip to the floor, and the other kids laughing at him. Be nice, children, Mr. Rapport said sternly. Oh yeah, he's, he's gay, by the way. It's a nice day for a gay rap wedding. Kramer made another attempt to get on the chair, only rat for it to slide away. Nice day for a gay rat, rat wedding. wedding. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. Only for it to slide away, causing him to land on the floor again. Finally, he managed to get a hold of the chair and pull himself into it. Excellent, Mr. Rapper said. Now it's time for the today's lesson on different bird species. While the teacher prattled on, Buster eyed the news suspiciously. You look pretty big to be in our class, he said. How do you know you're not an alien? Art Buster, knock it off, Arthur chided. You have to forgive him. He thinks he thinks anything strange or unusual is the work of aliens or monsters or something. No problem, Kramer said. Buster does have a point though. This guy's way too big to be in our class, Francine said. He's twice the size of Binky. Binky is my dad now. That's a good point, Arthur replied. Plus, he has stubble. No clues in third grade needs to be needs to shave. Francine added. Look, I may be a little, okay, a lot older than you kids, but I assure you, I belong here, Kramer explained. See, I never passed third grade when I was your age, so I decided to come back and do it. Wow, Buster exclaimed. I didn't know you could do that. Maybe I should try it. You can't just quit school and come back when you're older, Arthur explained. This guy did. Well, he's a special case. Could you just keep it down? I'm trying to hear the lesson, Kramer said. Mr. Kramer, you and the others at your table, quiet down, Mr. Rapper said. Now then, I was saying the fish is similar to the Oreo in size, but... Okay, I got a new student in class who's way bigger and older than any of us, Arthur thought. <laughs> at least things could get any weirder. Things couldn't get any weirder. I mean, it's an Arthur Seinfeld fan fiction. Everything's on the table. Yeah, Arthur should have known better than to think that, as he discovered after school during baseball practice. Where's this new coach, Francine? Arthur asked. He should be here, Francine said. I hope he's not running late. The, the kids then heard the sound of a whistle and turned toward the stores. They saw George, dressed in gray sweats and white tennis shoes and wearing a Yankee cap. He was holding the clipboard and a whistle around his neck. Greeting kids, I'm Coach Costanza. He said, and I won't tolerate people. people making me find my name. I can't stand here. Or cost lasagna or whatever names you can think of. Now I got out of the way. Let's play some baseball. It's so cool that uh that uh Jason Alexander did the uh the Mick DLT commercial. He's also McDonald's. the new He's also, the new Col he's also the new Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders now? Yeah, he's Colonel Sanders. Do you think that's a funnier casting decision? Or like yeah. not as funny as uh, Norm MacDonald as Colonel Sanders from like 2017? Uh, don't choose someone hunky. 
I don't know. Isn't I it thought, that I thought Norm Macdonald as, as Colonel Sanders was pretty funny. Yeah. Isn't that that bug guy who's with Mr. Seinfeld? Binky asked. Yeah, I didn't know he was a coach, Buster added. Are you sure you really work for the Yankees? Francine asked suspiciously. Yes, I was a traveling secretary for eight years before being like let go due to a stupid trade of Tyler's chicken, George explained. Now let's get down to... Excuse me, sir, Brain said. Yes? As I understand it, the traveling secretary is a period administrative position, one that requires setting travel arrangements for the team. Like Brain explained. I hate that, that kid, Brain. In Annoying fact, ass kid. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're only position to Yankees. That afraid I must question your qualifications for this job. What's your name, son? Alan Powers, sir. Everyone calls me the brain. Alan, well, Alan Powers <laughs> sounds like it would be like the name of like a like a like a like a superhero from the fifties. Some guy who yes. got like irreversibly irradiated and now he can turn into a bug. <laughs> See, I yeah. Do you think the brain would get along with Kramer? Yeah, because because the brain voice actor, he yeah, is like insanely oh, yeah. racist, and he painted his face yellow and yeah. he wore a conical hat and fake buck teeth on a podcast, <laughs> and said he was being Vietnamese. Okay, voiced by Steven Crowder. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Alan, fucking he. Yeah. <laughs> got any stupid remarks to make? He was hanging Nothing. out. Steve Crowder. He was hanging out with Ben Shapiro for years, but recently, apparently, they got into a fight. <laughs> well, Alan, take a lap, George ordered. Anybody else there any stupid remarks to make? None of the kids said anything. Okay, then. Now, maybe I wasn't a fancy ball player, but I was with the Yankees enough, long enough to learn something. Mm. And me coaching you guys the limits. Am I late for practice, Coach? Kramer asked. Actually, you're right on time, George replied. Just get the lineup and... He did double take when he noticed Kramer wearing a none too fitting baseball uniform. What are you doing here? I'm in the third grade, sir. Really? Yeah, remember, you suggested it? Oh, yeah, George replied. Okay, again, the rest of your classmates, and we'll start this thing. I do wish this was a real episode of either Arthur yeah. or Seinfeld, because it, it would be the best episode of Arthur. Yeah, yes. And a pretty good Seinfeld episode, too. First up, Valley Drills. A good-ass fan fiction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's really good. One by one, the kids took turns at bat. Then it was Kramer's turn. Speaking of, who is more? Who do you think is more devilish, DW or Megan from Drake and Josh? Um, Megan. Mm -hmm. Like, like DW is just like what, like, like hearing impaired. Like Megan is just like the devil. <laughs> now, who do you think is more devilish, uh, Megan from Drake and Josh or Michael Richards? Oh, Megan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> one by one, the kids took turns at bat. Then it was Kramer's turn. Francine hits the ball, but Kramer missed it. Strike one, George yelled. Come on, man, that didn't count, Kramer said. The sun was in my eyes. The boss was tossed again, but with similar results. Strike two. Francine threw the ball a third time, and this time Kramer connected. As the ball soared skyward, the lanky man began running the bases. I got it, I got it, Arthur shouted as he attempted to catch the ball, which landed mere inches from him. Kramer, meanwhile, was rounding second and coming on third. Arthur grabbed the ball and tossed it to Binky, who was on the base. I got you now, he said as he saw Kramer heading towards him. 
Unfortunately, Kramer's Cubs and momentum and did plan to stop. Uh-oh. Wham! Kramer plowed right into him, sending both sprawling to the ground. The concerned kids rushed over to check their cla on their classmates. Are they okay? Prunella asked. Prunella, that little bitch. Who's Prunella? <laughs> that freaking, that Prunella, fucking rap. Is Prunella the dog? Yeah, she was the dog. She's That's... got like a golden retriever or something? No, I think she was she, a poodle. Uh, she like a golden retriever or something? Uh, <laughs> uh, Arthur, uh, uh, he's a, what is he, uh, an aardvark. <laughs> like, he, he originally had a dead er. Yeah, he, he was originally, originally just like an anteater and he had a massive snout, but then they retconned it for the show and made yeah. him a different animal. Because, like, they thought kids wouldn't see the mouth. Yeah, but that's because anteaters have tiny little mouths right at the end of their snouts, and they have no teeth, and they... Oh. And anteaters, they, they have tiny little mouths, and they stick their big, long tongues out. Anteaters are, like, the size of a human child, and they have giant knife claws, and they kill jaguars. It's awful. They're, so, they're the coolest animal. Prudola. Anyway, are they, I'll be worried about Mr. Kramer, Francine replied. Great slide there, Kramer. Too bad this isn't football, George said. Okay, time for pitching practice. I'm still waiting for George to do something embarrassing. <laughs> Coach, I think they may be hurt, Fern explained. They're fine, George replied. Besides, they're big guys. They recover from injuries a lot faster. Awesome slide, Beaky said as he and Kramer got to their feet. You teach me how to do that? Sure, just, sure, just let me wait for the world to stop spinning, spinning first, Kramer replied. After practice was over, the kids were picked up by their parents. So how do you like your new coach, Mrs. Reed asked Arthur. He is the worst coach ever, Arthur explained. He keeps teaching us stuff we already know, and today when the new kids went to Binky, they didn't even let us help him. Perhaps I'll have a talk with Principal Hanny after this, Mr. Reed said. So you mentioned there's a new kid in your class? Well, yeah. kid isn't the word I'll use to describe him, Arthur explained. More of a kid in an adult's body. Exactly <laughs> how old is he? A concern you should read out. He's a saint. I don't yeah. know, 30 or 40, Arthur replied. He said he failed third grade as a kid, so he's come back to repeat it. Weird. I did think they, they allowed you to do that. They usually don't, Mrs. Reed said, or at least I never heard of that. Can I interject? Could you imagine yeah. if Billy Madison starred Michael Richards? Oh my god. <laughs> I wish. I, <laughs> I'm having some bad thoughts in my head. Why? <laughs> I'm thinking about Michael Richards and Billy Madison. <laughs> and him being racist. <laughs> Please continue the story. Okay. They usually, I, was a, I was a little freaked out. They usually don't, Mrs. Reed said. Or at least I never heard that. I was a little freaked out at first. But since I got to know him, he's, pretty, he's really fun, Arthur explained. And he knows pretty much all the answers to every any subject. I just wondered where he came from, Mrs. Reed said. You don't find people in the old Sizzly City. I'm in big trouble, Jerry, Elaine says. The two sat monks. You mean that girl? You know the girl I was supposed to pictures of? The one for the Peterman kids kids line? Well, I haven't done it yet. I tried to get Grant Kramer to help me and you know what he said? I have homework, Elaine. 
Homework. It's third grade stuff. How hard could it be? With Kramer, you'd be surprised. Anyway, I need to get this kid's photographs or Peterman's going to think I took advantage of the company's expense account. Isn't, isn't that exactly what you did? Sure, but, th but I don't want to look like that. What can I do, Jerry? Well, I'm not sure, but I think this girl you're looking for, Crosswire or something, goes to the same school Kramer attends. In fact, I think she might be in his class. Oh, yeah, the reason why DW is always voiced by boys is because, like, when they had girls audition, she, she, they all sounded too sweet and nice for the rough and tumble sister. <laughs> now, yeah. imagine, like, imagine if that those voice actors never hit ever hit puberty and were never replaced. They'll yeah, sound they're like Castratos. The, uh, the what? They're Castratos. <laughs> How do you spell that? Uh, C-A-S-T-R-A-T-O. Think of the root yeah. word. We can. Oh, yeah. You can figure oh, yeah. it out. Oh, oh yeah. She was basically like the original Tina Belcher when it comes to men voicing women. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I guess. I go to school, tell Kramer to photograph the girl in some fashion, and I'm off the hook. And hopefully, Kramer won't look at the pervert for taking pictures of a young girl. Oh, Jerry no. added. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm sure it won't look, look, look like that, will it? You tell me, Jerry replied. The next day, Elaine visited Kramer for class. Kramer, I need a big favor for you, she said. That girl you're, you were supposed that was supposed to model for the catalog. I just learned she's in your class, so I need you to take some photos of her in a new fashion. <laughs> Can you do it? Sure, I might be able to do it during recess. Kramer replied. I hope it doesn't take lo doesn't take too long. I really want to get this this week before anyone else. Great, here's the stuff, Elaine said, handing the camera and a tripod. Plus some clothes. Now you make sure you do this. Relax, Elaine. I got it, Kramer replied. Just then, Binky and Buster walked over. Hey, Kramer, is that your mom? Binky asked. I'm not his mom, Elaine replied. Yeah, Binky, she's way too young to be his mom, Buster replied. Aren't you sweet? A smiley Elaine replied. Now remember, try to try to have the pictures to me by five o'clock and have a nice day at school. She added before leaving. Who is that? Buster wondered. My friend Elaine, Kramer explained. I'm supposed to take pictures for a catalog shoot later today. Oh, that's what Muffy was probably that's probably what Muffy was yakking about, Beaky said. Hey Kramer, can we help you? I'm good with the camera, Buster added. Sure, why not? Kramer replied. Just let me put this stuff in my locker. <laughs> uh, Muffy is crazy because it's so... They were able to give a bear white privilege. <laughs> Still saying, Kramer made his... She was a monkey. She's a monkey? Yeah. She's a, she's a mayo true. monkey? <laughs> she's a monkey. How do you... You, you, try, you can just tell by the snout. The snout? They all have complete round faces with no chin bones on Arthur. I can't tell what any of those animals are. They said so on, like, on official design. Yeah, but I just mean I can't tell from looking at them. They're all yeah, you're aliens right. to me. Kramer made his way over to his locker, still holding the... Oh, yeah, Binky's supposed to be a dog. It's, yeah. It's, it's, 
He's a bulldog. I figured that. Yeah, and yeah, he looks like a yellow blob Goomba. Yeah, a blonde bulldog. I I've never seen a dog like that. But. But you never know. Still think, Kramer made his way over to his locker, still holding the pile of stuff in his hands, maneuvering as well as he could. He shifted everything to his right hand, then opened his locker with his left, shoving everything in, but could prevent one of the dresses from falling out. He grabbed it and put it back in, but more clothes to the fell to the floor. Finally, he grabbed a whole bunch and crammed them, them in, and then shut the door. Hmm, still have time to do a little business, Kramer said, heading towards the bathroom. After entering, he pulled it open the door one of the stalls and surprised to find Arthur and Sue Ellen making out. What? I'm being serious. This was in the this was in the fix. Oh no. <laughs> well, sorry, buddy. Didn't know this one was occupied, Kramer said, shutting the door. As he had closed the stall, he stopped. Hey, wait a minute. He opened the door on the surprise kids again. He had some toilet paper I can borrow too well and handed them the roll. Thanks. He added his head for the other stall only to stop again. Wait a minute. He, and he opened the stall door at third time. You don't belong here, he said to Sue Ellen. Hey, this isn't the girls' bathroom, she said in mock surprise. Gotta go, bye. So basically, Kramer, an adult man walks Kramer. in on two days. Two childs kissing. <laughs> what was that about, Kramer? Oh, asked Kramer, him. you're so silly. <laughs> I'd rather not say, Arthur replied. Class went by, and as usual, Kramer acing the test on fractions. When recess rolled around, Arthur and Sue Ellen confronted him. Can we talk? The girl asked. Okay, but make it quick. I got something to do, Kramer explained. Now we know that early today you saw something kind of weird, Arthur began. You mean you two Frenching in the bathroom? I don't know what that means, but okay. Frenching as in French kissing. Mr. Kramer, I've been to France, and it don't kiss any different there, Sue Ellen replied. No, when you French kiss, you, Kramer began, then whispered Arthur's ear. Ew, that's disgusting. What did he say, Sue Ellen asked. It's too gross for words, Arthur replied. Anyway, Mr. Kramer, Arthur and I recently discovered that we like each other, Sue Ellen explained. But we haven't told our friends yet. We don't think they're mature enough to understand our feelings. And you're afraid they'll make fun of you, Kramer replied. Exactly, Arthur added. So, so could you please not tell anyone what you saw, Sue Ellen asked. Okay, for you kids, Kramer said. Now if you excuse me, I need to get out of there before all the swings are taken. And he gleefully rushed out of the classroom. So what do you say about French kissing? What is it? To Ellen asked Arthur. The aardvark board whispered to his ear exactly what Kramer told him. Ew, that is gross, the girl replied. And extremely unsanitary as well. Recess suit ended and Kramer realized he didn't have long to get Muffy to model the clothes. He decided to wait until lunch instead. When lunch finally came, Kramer came. Oh my god, this is getting to. Do we have to stop reading this? Like, it's almost done. Oh. Kramer made me over to where Muffy was sitting. Hey, I'm supposed to photograph you for the J. Peterman catalog. Oh, yes, I was wondering when you're going to do that, Muffy said. You postponed it twice already. I don't control the scheduling. That's Elaine's department. Never mind then. Let's get started, Muffy replied. What are you doing in this gym? There's no one there right now. It's not as glamorous as a photo studio, but you work with what you have, I suppose. Well, I have to get my assistance first. All right, but make it snappy. Crosswires do not like to be kept waiting, Muffy replied as she head towards the gym. Kramer eventually arrived in the gym with Buster and Beaky in tow. <laughs> they, 
See, once, see, once I was setting up the camera, well, Kramer gave Muffy the clothes. What? These are all wrinkled. Yeah, well, I had to put them in the locker. See, and do you really think I'm going to make my Molly debut in wrinkling clothes? That bitch. <laughs> Calling a kid a bitch is so funny. <laughs> No, I that wasn't saying that wasn't in the fic. I'm just commenting. No, I know. <laughs> There's no it would have been it would have been funny if it was in the fic. Yeah, baby. Move these out or I'm not doing it. Okay, okay, Kramer mutters. He took a nearby basketball and rolled over the wrinkles in the clothes until they're slightly less wrinkled looking. Is this better? I suppose, Muffy replied. Let's get on with it. Soon the game met months again to set the recent going on. Here's the spill from the shoot, Elaine, Kramer said. I'm sure I hope I don't want to do that again. That muffy girl is really mean and demanding. So how's life treating you in the third grade, Jerry asked. Finally, he's in the picture. Yeah. Actually, pretty good, Kramer said. You know what, what I like most about it? Nap time and cookies. Don't be silly, Jerry. That's for kindergartners, Kramer explained. No, other kids get along to each other. There's no quick quiz. No popular people. Everyone gets along with each other and always help each other out. It's refreshing. You know, like what if they what if it did have if they actually did make an episode that that what if they all look like Matt Damon? Like <laughs> yeah, this can no longer be a real episode. <laughs> yeah, it's scary. Too Don't scary. You know, I'm really getting the hang of it of this coaching thing. George said. And the kids really like me too, and I really enjoy shaping young minds, as opposed to warping them. Jerry said, "You know, one of the kids on the team, Arthur, reminds a lot like me. Reminds me a lot, me a lot like me." George continued. He wears glasses. It's kind of bald. Seems a little awkward, but it's quite good with the ladies. But it's quite, or so Kramer tells me. Anyway, I'm gonna take this kid right to the top, so he doesn't have to put the loser like me. Oh, come on! You're not a loser, Jerry said. Do losers coach baseball teams? Regardless, George replied, this Arthur kid is going to be my star. After how more than George, I never was. Nobody's gonna lock him in, in the locker room naked. Why couldn't you have some, some normal had some some normal high school experiences, Elena? The next day during baseball practice, George made big announcements. As you all know, there is no I in team, he said. But that doesn't mean some of you are you are not more favored than others. That being said, let me introduce our new pitcher, Arthur Reed. What? That's not fair. I'm a million times better than Arthur. Breaking well. That should be my position. Well, it's not, George replied. Now take a lap. I really appreciate this coach, but maybe you should have given this decision to someone else who deserves it more, like Francine or Brain, Arthur said. Okay. Nonsense. Do you um... pick it for us? No one will stand a chance against us, George replied. And then the legacy of George Cassandra will be forever immortalized, baby. <laughs> what? Nothing, forget it. Next time, a situation lands Kramer in hot water, forcing him to go to Jackie Child for help. And Cassandra's making an appearance. Let's so what do you think? Um, started off strong. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe third graders are too young for to write about yeah. kissing. Yeah. But maybe um, they're aged up. Um aging up is still weird. It's kinda like well, you're, you're looking at a child and being like, What if that was okay to fuck? 
I don't, I, I, it's not okay to do. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but. I'm going to do a sneak peek for chapter five. Uh, do you have to? We're over an hour already. Oh, yeah. You're right. It's, um, well, that was an all right episode. Mm-hmm. I don't so. think it's, like, worth uh, publishing to Supper Planet. You don't think so? Oh, it is. Oh, it is? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I definitely think it is, so. Yeah. I mean, I want to put it out. Just so we have something to put out. Yeah. I was going to look for more Super Nanny fan and su- fan fiction. But... <laughs> we could revisit the Super Nanny fan and wiki. <laughs> Maybe if, if Ethan's not available for the next episode, we might mm-hmm. do that next time. Mm-hmm. Alright. Okay. I'm t- shutting it off. Shutting it, I'm cutting it down. I'm chopping it down.